we're kind of filling in the blanks because most customers know the house they want, but how, how does it come together? That That is what we're able to provide to a customer along with the product. Hello, folks, and thanks for joining us for Episode 42 of the Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show. With me, as usual, is the president and founder of Landmark Home and Land Company, a company which has been helping people build their new homes where they want, exactly as they want, across the nation and worldwide since 1993, Steve Tuma. Steve, how are you, my friend? That's an excellent day. Another great day in Landmark's home building land. (laughs) (laughs) Every day at Landmark is good. Yeah. Uh, I I thought today we'd talk about... uh, customer needs and how Landmark goes that extra mile to make a uh, panelized home building project as as painless as possible for its customers. Um, Nothing is absolutely painless, but uh, I know that Landmark is known for easing the process a little bit. So let's Let's start with availability and responsiveness. Um, tell us about the, the support Landmark provides that, uh, heck, some customers might not even realize they need. Well, that that's actually a, a pretty important situation because um, a lot of people think, hey, I just get my plans, I get them panelized, I build the house, and mysteriously this all just snaps <laughs> together. And the theory of that is right, but the actual implementation of you know, making things flow and work together are are key elements to this whole situation, and that's that's where we're able to help. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're we're very responsive. We work hard. We're knowledgeable. We take the time to work with our customers to make sure they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's not just a situation of hey, here's a house, go build it and enjoy it. Here's it's, your Legos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? Just everyone just has fun and builds what they want, right? Um, we do allow them to build the house that they want, but what I think what you're getting at is the, the extra mile of what we do is there's more than just, hey, I have a plan idea. Let's get someone to stand some two-by-sixes up. Let's put a roof and siding on it, and mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, a little while later, we call a house. There's a lot of stuff that we, we do to help to make sure that the design makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's energy efficiency. Uh, we can go through, get a set of plans that's clear and, and understandable to the contractors, but we'll also go through the building department and also make sure that the inspections are easier for for our customers. Mm-hmm. And that's the part we're we're kind of filling in the blanks because most customers know the house they want. Mm-hmm. They know what they want the kitchen to look like. They know what kind of siding. They know if they need a one car, two car, three car, five car, whatever garage. Right. They know if they want a basement or crawl space. But how how does it come together? That that is what we're um, able to do and help provide that service and knowledge to a customer, along with the product being the the panelized home package and and the full set of of plans that they will need. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very available. We're knowledgeable. We enjoy working with our customers. I think mm-hmm. that that's a that's a key element. But the part the portion that i don't think customers realize when they first call in or anyone that's planning a house is there's a lot more details involved than like some of these shows do you'll see some shows they'll say oh do this and you know mysteriously in 30 minutes a house is built sure well obviously there's there's a lot more details it's like any business any situation there's there's a lot more details that are much deeper and that's we're able we're we're able to come in and help a customer along because they they may not realize it. One of my customers had a great thing. He said, Steve, I don't know what I don't know. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and that that's the key. So if you don't know that your house should be energy efficient, what would make you think about it? Mm-hmm. If you don't know that your window needs to be big enough for egress in case of an of an emergency, you wouldn't think about it. Well, we're there to to help people through it, you know, help them with the laying out of the home. So our customers will have an idea of what they want in the home, but how does it get done? We're we're kind of there to, you know, to 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 fill in the the portions to move it along and and get it taken care of for initial design, engineering, energy efficiencies, green codes, just building processes, building department issues, delivery of the the panelized home package. So we we've been doing it since 1993. We have a lot of knowledge to help and support our customers that want to go through and build a house. Mm. It's a lot of fun. You know, we all know the uh, the old saying about assumption and when you assume something, you know. Right. <laughs> but I am assuming most landmark customers know what they want basically when they come to you. But but how do you know somebody comes to you with a, a design on a napkin? How does that turn into a reality in, you know, the planning and building a home? There must there must be a lot of details that a customer, you know, that's designing has an idea in their head they don't even realize they'll need help with a lot of things that that's exactly it because when you say that uh, you know sometimes customers come with different perspectives on what they want Mm -hmm. some will come through and say hey i want this two thousand square foot home on a basement with a two-car garage built on this lot in this city in this state Mm -hmm. that's fine other people come through and say steve i don't even know where to start Mm -hmm. but i've got x amount of money and i need to live in this community right so sometimes we have to, you know, work with them from that angle. Other times people will come through and say, you know, they have this beautiful plan for this 10,000 square foot house, but their budget doesn't always line up to that. So we look at, hey, okay, so you, you want this big house. What is it that you see in it that you like? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's something simple. They're like, I just need four bedrooms or mm-hmm. I need a home office or I like the recreation room or or, hey, there's a huge kitchen for entertaining. So sometimes we're able to work with them to kind of find out what's important. Because it's interesting of how you could have five people look at the same house design. Right. And everyone sees something different. Someone might look at it and go, well, that's easy to build. Someone might say, wow, I love the tall ceiling. Someone else might say, hey, it's got five bedrooms. Someone else might say, hey, I love the basement. I could put my wood shop down there. So you can't always assume that when someone sends you a plan that each of us value the same thing as as our customer does. So we try to find out what it is that's the essence of what they're looking for Mm -hmm. because everyone lives differently. Some people are into cooking a lot, so they're going to spend more time getting more of a gourmet kitchen. Other people, they're not as concerned with cooking, but they want to have a bigger garage or a family room or whatever it may be for for family get-togethers. So through these discussions, we're able to kind of get an idea of what a customer wants. And then with our knowledge, we're able to work to put it together. So you bring up the napkin. We have literally had people mail us napkins. (laughs) We've had people sketch things on pieces of paper. I don't know if they're napkins, but, and then they text it to us or they email it to us. Right. So, these ideas that people can send can literally be just a funky little sketch. 
right. that takes their idea and then we work to bring it to life. Other people spend a lot of time trying to detail everything out. You know, I want my I want my three by five window here and it's got to be eight inches from my three foot wide door that's, you know, 10 inches from my kitchen cabinet, you know, so we, we can work on those details also, but the, the key point to it is how do you take that concept, the dream, the vision that a person has of what their house should be and turn that into a real house through the planning, the engineering, all the processes that are necessary for building permits in any municipal or in any uh, building department's jurisdiction, but also make, make a set of plans so that are understandable by the customer so that they know what's built. We're trying to make sure that the house is designed to avoid change orders, which are typically hurt the budget. They're a hassle. They delay things. So we want to put the time up front in the, in the design, mm-hmm. even if it starts in a napkin, and we've also worked with people that have aren't able to communicate as well. One person was deaf. Mm-hmm. We were able to work through some translation systems to get their ideas and put it on paper. Right. So we're we're very open to uh, you know working with people to make sure that the concept because different people have different types of ability to visualize properly and see what it is. Well, we can take those concepts. And, and put them on paper so it's it's clear as to what's to be built. That's that's a great answer. I mean, it's a. I think going into something, people have a lot in their head that they don't realize has to get out of their head to communicate it to everyone else. Who's it's a pretty collaborative thing building a house. Well, it is, and and what, what's interesting about this is. When people talk about building the house, you talk about the cool stuff, mm. the kitchen, the mm. man cave, the mm. the family room. No one's sitting there. You know, Steve, when's the last time we were at a cocktail party and someone talked about the compressive strength of their cement? <laughs> it came up just, <laughs> just last night. Okay, well, well no. okay, we'll see what type of friend you have. Right. But you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, but that's an important part. That's what holds your house up, right? Right. So th- those are the things that we can fill in, so people can take care of what's important to them, but we can make sure that they're important ideas become a a real house that's you know mm-hmm. that's that's built properly it's the 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 magic is in the details and it's be you know we've spoken a lot about the actual design of the home whether it's on a napkin or not but but let's talk about uh, actual plan uh, site plan details you know things such as uh, civil engineering and locating a driveway septic systems utility connections uh, working around drainage areas and, you know, those type of details. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, that's becoming more and more important. Um, some some areas, they're, they're actually getting very deep into the site planning because as properties flood or as, you know, goofy little issues arise where someone builds a, you know, a five-bedroom home and then they have a one-car garage with a driveway that isn't easy to access. There's there's a lot of things we want to look at to make sure that the house fits on the land properly. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think in the way of, hey, you know, I got a lot. It's 100 feet wide by 100 feet deep. My house is 40 by 20. It should fit. <laughs> well, theoretically, it could, mm-hmm. you know, depending on setbacks. But what if for some reason the middle of that lot had a drainage ditch going through it? You can't just go fill it in. Right. Right. You know, so you got to make sure it works. You got to make sure, you know, any civil engineering issues, you know, where, where does your driveway go? We had a customer in New York, they were building this house and they're saying, oh, it's great. I'm just going to do this and this. 
I said, what's this thing on the site plan? I'm on Google Earth. I'm like, what is that? He goes, oh, I forgot to tell you. It's a river. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little detail. I got a great deal on this piece of land. It's a river. It's kind of landlocked. I can't get to it. Well, suddenly we have to engineer a bridge. Right. Not a big deal. But it's nice to know that before you start building and before you apply for permits that, you know, this is going to be part of it. You know, you got to make sure your driveway is right. Mm -hmm. You know, how can people access it? Can it be built? You know, diff different situations like that. So um, depending on the lot size, where it's at, the contours of the land, different things like this can limit or enhance your use of the land. Mm. So if you're on the side of hills, Sometimes your septic system gets a little more restrictive as to where it can be placed, which may limit where your driveway is, where your house is, and other components of the property. You know, utility connections, making sure that it's there. Mm -hmm. You know, how how does it go? Do you have gas there? Do you have? Is it propane? Is this all electric? Are you going to work with solar uh, situations, different things like that? And then drainage. You know, it, it seems that. You can turn the news on at any time, and there's some freak of nature, natural event happening that should never happen. But it seems like you turn the news on, and it's happening. Right. So you you got to make sure that your your house is, if it's in a floodplain or some issue, you know about it. Now most jurisdictions will label that they'll they'll have you do different work, but there's details that we need to go and design and engineer into a home for different flood conditions. So there's a difference of a flood if it's a river compared to if it's a hurricane. Mm -hmm. You know, so there, there's all these different details that, that have to be put together, uh, topographical details, make sure that, you know, the house fits on, on the land. If Or you have to design a bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was one. I was like, wow, that, that's a that's a curveball. That still got me going. It really okay. Well, this guy was literally on his own little island, <laughs> right? You know, just this little island. If if you were sitting there, you'd be like, oh, nice stream. Until you realize it kind of you know locked him in, right? So, um, but then you know that that brings up. We've worked on big islands, you know, mm -hmm. off of uh, Washington State. We've had a variety of projects where. There's uh, literally, there's different islands. There's different concerns on working on the islands, designing on the island, building restrictions. Some of them have certain design elements that make sense. And then also some of the people that choose to live there, they've got certain lifestyle, active, you know, bikes, kayaks, right? you know, diving, swimming, you know, what, what, whatever it may be. The people have, have different uh, situations that they like to work with. So we're seeing more and more people getting involved with civil engineering in their projects to make sure that they don't flood, to make sure that it, it uh, you know, the house sits on the land. Basically, civil engineering, you know, in, in simple terms is taking your land and designing it so that the house will fit there within the, the zoning, uh, building codes, make sure you can access it with the driveway, make sure your septic will fit, make sure... You know, power. You know, make make sure everything kind of goes together. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a. Uh, it seems to me like more and more you guys are designing lifestyles as much as you are houses. In the days of our parents and grandparents, you just put a house up. Now it's like you're working around, uh, like you said, kayaks and and man caves. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of that, but also people are living in different places. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them are infill lots in the city. Some of them are rural lots. Some of them are oceanfront or lakefront, or some of them are just in the plains. Mm. They just they just want to be out there. But more and more people are are seeing 
that, hey, we need to take care of this as well as our building department. So the key to this is we go beyond saying, hey, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer, here's your house. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. We say, hey, let's make sure the house works on the land and for the building department, the make sense component of this as well. Mm -hmm. Make sure that it's planned out so that we're doing all of this on paper and people understand what's happening instead of just saying, hey, here's a house, go figure it out. And then you've got someone trying to trying to balance all these. So we, we have the full knowledge of working with civil engineers, septic designers, geotechnical people, geologists, whatever people may, may be involved. Now, I'm getting a little deep into some of these. Not all building departments require it. Not all sites require it. But if someone needed that level of knowledge, we're, we're fully capable of doing it. And we enjoy doing it. it. It's actually really cool to go get a challenging situation and figure out, wow, look but look, look at what's happening. From here. what I've heard, I mean, it can't be that tough. I mean, doesn't structural engineering just happen by pushing a button on a computer? Aren't computers doing most of the most of your design work now? Yeah, being, I, I, wish, <laughs> I, I wish that were true. That's that magic button, you know, that you just bam. And well, isn't there a house app that just kind of builds it for you? Yeah, I, I wish there was something like that. Uh, but no, that, you know, amazingly, uh, there is the belief that computers do all this work. And yes, computers do an incredible amount of work. We rely on them for work, but you still need the human element. Mm -hmm. you, you can't take a plan and push the button and it automatically knows about your land and the structural engineering concerns that you still have to have the human element. And that's what we work with to go through to make sure that the house fits on the land, works with the civil engineering, works with the structural concerns, works with the energy concerns and any other concerns that may be on, on the site. Mm -hmm. And that is a key element. I, this is pretty cool that you brought this up because that, that gets to the one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. Where you can call up and say, hey, Steve, you know, I need to put this house over here, and this is how we want to get it put together. We can work to get all those details um, filled in so that it's complete, so the customer knows what's going on, understands what's going on, but also so it's clear to the building department and, and the builder. So uh, I, I wish there was that magic button. <laughs> we haven't been able to find a computer, no matter how much it costs, that has that magic button. It, it takes people to sit there and understand and work and tie, tie it together. And we are those professionals. We've been doing it for a while. We have the support system. We have the knowledge. We've done it pretty much in every single building condition. We've done below sea level, above sea level, flood zones, oceanfront, lakefront you know plains mm -hmm. city lots big cities little cities unincorporated areas big rural land you know we we've been able to do it so we've got a very broad but also deep understanding of uh of how to help a customer get get their house put together right well I, i'm going to throw a hypothetical at you just to just to give people an idea of, of how deep you guys get into the you know how much landmark really is able to help people with their projects so let's say uh let's say i have some plans uh from a plan service and uh the planning service tells me, you know, I can go ahead and use them to submit to a building department. And then I try that, but the building department won't take the plans. What, what's the next step? What do I do? 
Well, the next step is send us the plans <laughs> because I've, I've seen that situation uh-huh. and, and a lot of those plans, and we're even seeing more comments on building department requirements that if they're mail order plans, bring them to a pro to get them done. Mm-hmm. It's not that those plans are necessarily terrible. It's that they're not complete. And the application of what they drew isn't likely to work where you are. Ah, right. So most of those plan services, I would, I'd say almost all of them have disclaimers saying that this house was designed for here, but you should take it to a local architect, structural engineer, knowledgeable building official, building apartment, mm-hmm. b- building department to, to fill in all, all the details. And that's the point where people don't think that they, they're like, well, I got them online. There were 500 bucks. I saved some money. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know that you did. But you know, it's it's at least a a starting point mm-hmm. that that actually just happened to me today. It probably happens to me twice a week, right? Where where people get the plans and they're frustrated because they thought that the plans are there. What people don't realize is not all plans are the same. So plans are not just walls, you know, showing where a wall is, where a garage is, where a kitchen is. It's what the details within there. How is a house going to stand up? Does it apply? Does it meet or exceed codes? Are there energy efficiency standards? So the plan services are in the business of having a plan that you purchase and can continue on with your dream. We're in the business of taking the idea of what you want to build and making sure that it can happen. And that's that's the difference. So, for example, like we've talked about a variety of times, if you build, if you took a one home, you know, just some some home, and said, "I want to go build it on Key West," mm-hmm. but then said, "No, I'm moving. I'm going to go move into the middle of New York City." Then he said, "No, you know what? I want to go live in Leadville, Colorado." Mm-hmm. Then you say, "No, I'm going to move myself to Lake Tahoe." Each of those building locations, even though it's the same house, will have a completely different set of structural concerns, finishing concerns, building department requirements. And that's where we come in. We're the specialists that take that idea of what you want to build and and help make it a, a reality. By the way, we have had customers that <laughs> into the project get transferred or moved. So we've had to you know, take a house that was... Their, initially designed for say St. Louis and mm-hmm. have it built in Dallas. <laughs> so we're we're able to do that if for some reason a, a person comes into it. And that's that's the key thing. Sometimes those those canned plans are they're they're a good starting point, but unless you have a very unsophisticated building department, it's not likely that they're gonna be accepted. Even so, sometimes they don't have the details or structural concerns for your builder to understand them so we realize it's not just getting the building department to approve and inspect and approve again it's making sure that the builder knows what's going on and you as the consumer should also know what you're getting so if there's a set of plans that isn't clear Mm -hmm. they need to be clarified and that that's what people will don't always realize that that there might be a situation there where something's not clear. Is there a cathedral ceiling here? Is it a flat ceiling? Is there a tray ceiling? What's going on? And sometimes people will say, well, the builder will figure it out. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure that that builder will figure it out. But you as a person paying for the home, shouldn't you know? 
Mm, right. And maybe shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't you get what you want? Mm. You know, if someone says, hey, it's easy for them to put a flat ceiling, but you wanted a cathedral ceiling, shouldn't that be detailed up front? And that's where we could come in. So if someone does have standard plans or plans they drew themselves or plans their local designer used, um, we can take those and further detail them, do structural design, do all these different details so that they can then go through and, and build a very cool house. Right. So that that happens a lot. People are of the opinion that any plan will work. I say not all plans are the same. It, mm-hmm. it just it just isn't that way. They they don't necessarily have the details. Many of them have big disclaimers about codes and different different loadings and different things. So you re- you really need to know um, you know how 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 to work with these to make sure it gets put together. Mm. And it's not that hard. It's not that expensive for us to take that idea and and move it forward. Mm. You know, something I I wanted to ask you uh, in the last uh, episode, but I think I can squeeze it in here. Guaranteed cost. Why is guaranteed cost important uh, to a customer? And why is it important to the budget? It's very important because people, you know, just like we're talking about these plans, if the plans aren't accurate and they go somewhere and they say, oh, it's going to cost X amount of money to build this house Mm -hmm. and the plans aren't accurate, how do you know what you're getting? Mm. So a guaranteed cost, when we give a quote, we say, hey, this house package, the plans, the engineering of this cost, that's the price. We don't come back and and raise the price. So it helps in your budget. It helps in your scheduling. It, it helps in, you know, just dealing with, with the headaches of building. You, you can control the cost of one of the biggest components of your home. So a lot of people will come to us and say, well, why should I work with landmark? This guy down the road that I met at the fish fry told me that it should cost X amount. And we'll be like, well, wait, what does X amount mean? I don't know. Did he put it in writing? Is there a guarantee to what he's saying? No. Okay. That's very open-ended. You don't want to build a house without knowing what it costs. You yeah, know, of so so that's that's a situation. We're able to go through and say, hey, for what you need, the plans, engineering, energy codes, you know, green codes, whatever it is, the panelized home package delivered is a solid and known cost up front. Mm-hmm. That that's that's the key element. There's just too many variables where if someone doesn't understand their budget, um, it it will come back and bite them. Yeah, that makes sense. We we want to avoid that, and we we believe in you know do your homework up front, so you know what you're doing, so it's a lot easier for you to build your home. Yeah. Well, when you just said I want you know we want to avoid that, and that's uh, that seems to be one of the hallmarks of landmark is the ability to help people from keep people from making bonehead mistakes that they, you know, would probably make if they didn't have, I mean, I originally thought that landmark just provided panelized homes, but it's so much more comprehensive than that. It, uh, landmark helps with plans and they're a great support system and a, and a guide sort of the, you know, to guide people through that whole maze and, and just the knowledge resource, you know, it's amazing. They, you guys must really be happy that you're providing customers with that whole new level of confidence. It's actually the most rewarding part of it. You know, helping people get houses is rewarding. It changes their life. But just this week, I had three people send me, you know, extremely complimentary texts saying, Steve, you got back with us. You know what you're talking about. 
And the coolest thing, they said, Steve, you explained it, so now we understand. Mm-hmm. That that is that is the key element. Have you ever been in a situation where you're you're asking for help or you're trying to figure something out, and you say, "Hey, what about this, this, and this?" And the response is, "Yes, yeah, <laughs> right." <laughs> it's like, okay, so what did you just tell me, mm-hmm. or did you just add to the confusion and aggravation where right. we we spend the time to go through and and so you're not yes men over there, right? The the the, the example the ex- this this is interesting. This isn't a place in a in a community where the the lots it, it was up by San Francisco, and the the specific question they were asking, saying, "Steve, do I need a surveyor to tell me where to put the house on the lot?" Hmm. And previously, people had told them, "Yeah, you should get one." Other people say, "No, you don't need one. You can measure it yourself." Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say if you're in a really confined lot, and your house is exactly on a on a building line. So let's just say the rear lot line is 10 feet from the lot line. That's the closest you could build your house. Now, a lot of people would think that, hey, I got a tape measure. I can Mm -hmm. measure 10 feet. (laughs) You measure 10 feet, you dig your hole, you put your foundation, you build your house. (laughs) And then the building inspector comes out and says, what's up with this? You're at nine feet, six inches. Your house is too close. Mm-hmm. So we went through and explained to them why you don't want to do that. Yeah, you might save a little money, but the potential problem and the high likeness that you will be wrong, the the outcome of that just isn't positive. So you want to get a surveyor in, in very tight areas to locate your house on a lot line. So the situation here wasn't necessarily to be a discussion of surveying. It's to be a discussion of how we help that person understand the situation mm-hmm. so that then they could make the right decision and move forward. In this case, it was extremely helpful. And as they went through and found it, they found out that there was a neighbor's fence was on their property. Mm. So that's interesting. I did the nice thing to know that your neighbor's fence is on your property. It just proved the point, right? Because if that person who put the fence in took a survey, they would have put the fence on their land. <laughs> right. You know, so that those are the types of things that come out of of them. But what I wanted to show there was more the support that we're able to go through. Mm-hmm. So if someone's sitting here saying, "Steve, should I, should I go with a mini split system or a regular furnace?" or "Hey, how how does this insulation help me?" or "Hey, why why do I want to have my house face south when I'm installing solar?" You know, diff- different things like that. Right. Um, I, I think people will, will really appreciate because I've been in the situation myself where you you, you just don't get, get help. Mm-hmm. I was looking at purchasing a car and I asked the person what the weight capacity was. And the person looked at me and said, a lot. <laughs> I was like, can you tell me how much a lot is? To an elephant, a thousand pounds is nothing. To an ant... A thousand pounds is a lot, right? You know, so what? What? What is this? And th- that's not what we do. We mm-hmm. we would go through and explain the situation and get the person the answer. That's the key element. That's mm-hmm. what Landmark is about is 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 helping the people on situations they may not realize, they may not understand, or situations that arise and suddenly it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, we we work through. But the best thing to do is work with us to get the plans done right to avoid as many of those issues as possible. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this has been a really fun and informative episode. I always learn stuff when I'm on, you know, when I'm talking to you. But uh, but uh, sometimes I, I like getting into smaller details and more precise details than than generalizations. And uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what this episode seemed to be about. So, well, that, that's that's the key element. Anyone can say, "Oh, yeah, we can help you build a house." Mm-hmm. We're wanting our customers to understand what's going on so they, they know how they're spending the money. They know how they can control their project. They know that they can get the house that they want to build. Right. That's key. Okay. Well, that about wraps it up for us today. But uh, before we go, Steve, as, um, as we do with every episode of the Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show, uh, let's tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you guys over at Landmark Home and Land Company and your great team, and um, and what's the best way to reach you? Our website's always available at lhlc.com. We are Landmark Home and Land Company, lhlc.com. The website's always there. There's uh, There's plans, there's videos, there's different topics that are reviewed. Uh, you can contact us through there. You can call our number, 800-830-9788. Uh, Mike will work with you, get everything taken care of. I'm also available if you need anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email me at landmark at lhlc.com, and I'm Steve Tuma. And we'll we'll do whatever we can to help. You know, Whether you're buying today, tomorrow, in 10 years, we want to get you positioned so that you understand what's happening and how we can help you. Um, we've got videos on YouTube, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. You know, we're, we're around, but ultimately the key is you can't contact us. We will take the time to talk to you, understand your project, help you understand how we can help you so so that you, uh, you build the best house you can and, and also enjoy the process. Well, there you go. Well... Um, for Steve Toom and myself, thank you again for listening in to the panelized prefab kit home building show. And uh, be safe out there, people. Happy building, and we will see you next time. Have a great day. Thank you.